0: Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited. It's a new year. What is this life? Like we are in 2020 and I don't know about you guys, but I am so excited about everything that this year is going to hold. I am a big person to set goals and set dreams and clarify the vision for my life. And, um, man, just like going through everything has got me so excited to see um what God's gonna do this year, and I really have high expectations that it is gonna be the best year yet. I cannot wait to see what's ahead, so hey uh speaking of what's ahead, we've got sisterhood that is just a few. Weeks away, and I'm so excited for this, you guys. like as you're listening to this right now, our tickets just opened up um, for registration, and I'm so pumped for it. and so Sisterhood, if you don't know what is Sisterhood, it is an event that our church puts on every single year. It is absolutely free. Which is insane. Um, We had just shy of a thousand women uh, sign up last year for the event. And we come together, we worship together, and God just moves so powerfully. It's incredible. There are VIP spots available. What VIP gets you is just early access. You get to skip the lines and get first options at merchandise and everything else. And so we have that, um, that just opened up so you can click the link down below in the show notes. So that way you can grab your spot for sisterhood. But then this year I'm also doing sisterhood weekend and what sisterhood weekend is, is everybody kept asking me for more Sisterhood. So that's what I did. I'm giving you more. I'm giving you all the things. And so Sisterhood Weekend is going to kick off with a dance party that will be immediately after our Sisterhood event on February the 7th um, in downtown Greenville at the Emerald Ballroom. And it's going to be so much fun. I have the best DJ coming. His name is DJ Val. He just got done doing the Passion Conference with over 16,000 people in attendance. He DJs for uh, somebody that's pretty well known, and his name is Lecrae, and he also does health song conferences and other things like that. He's going to be in Greenville, Texas, y'all, for Sisterhood Weekend. I'm so excited for this. So this is going to be a great after party for you to take your girlfriends to. Um, early bird pricing did end at the end of December, but you can still grab a ticket down below and then on. Saturday, February the 8th, I have a workshop and it's from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And what I'm going to be talking about is your unique value um, for your unique value and to begin to step over fear and just start taking practical steps towards whatever it is that God has in your heart. I have some really great sessions planned for you. Your registration includes your lunch and all kinds of fun things I've got planned for y'all. So you don't want to miss out on it. And that is going to be happening February the 9th. I'm sorry, February the 8th. So we've got February 7th and February the 8th is Sisterhood weekend, uh, kicking off with Sisterhood at the GMA, and the dance party, and then the workshop. And the great thing about all of this is every ticket is sold separately, and you can grab it differently, because some people don't want to go to a dance party, and then other people just want to go to a workshop. And so this way, you can pick and choose the events that you want to go to. I personally think you should go to all of it, but I know some people's schedules don't allow for it. So hey, we are going to jump into today's Content. I'm talking to you about a little is a lot. I'm going to be at Exodus 23, um, verse 30, and it says, "Little by little, I will drive them out from before you until you have increased and are n- as numerous enough to take possession of the land." You know, I love this because God shows up to the Israelite people and He's letting them know, "Hey, I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to do something great, but this is how it's going to happen. It's going to happen little." By little, and I would just say, if we'll be real, I love the suddenlies of God. Like, I love when I read through the Bible and it's like, but God suddenly, and immediately the man was restored to health. But I'll just be real to you like, more of the Bible is the little. little. It's them trusting God in the process and on the journey. In fact, God reiterates this to them in Deuteronomy. He tells them again, little by little, I'll drive them out for before you because the beasts of the field will destroy you if you go too fast. And I think about this in our lives that we really don't like little we like big, like we want big change. We want big moves. We want to do big things. And the problem is, is we miss the little that God gives us. In fact, even Moses, whenever he's getting ready to uh, lead the Israelite people out, I love it so much in the story about it in Exodus. Here he is, he's standing before God and God's letting him know, hey, you are about to lead a million people out of Egypt, and you're going to take all their wealth and everything. And and Moses is like, oh my goodness, this is so big. Lord, how am I going to do it? And God tells him, hey, look at the staff in your hand. And he used something so little, so ordinary, if you will. And here he is, He God uses that small thing to make a big difference. I love to run. And uh, one of the things that I have on my vision board for this year is doing a half marathon. I really want to do a half marathon. I have been working out really hard, but I haven't been running and putting in a ton of miles and I'm ready. I'm ready to start putting in the miles again and run a half marathon this year. And so the truth is, with that being my goal, I should be doing five miles. Like right now, this morning, I did a workout, but I didn't have the time for five miles. And I would love to do five miles. It would be awesome to do five miles. But do you know how many I did today? I did two because my schedule only had enough time for two. And so two miles is what I did this morning. And I'll just be real with you that a lot of people, if they have in their brain, they should be doing five miles. If they can't do the five miles, they would never do the two. And that's the problem with perfectionism because perfectionism never scales it never scales. Over time, however, a little adds up to a lot. Over time, none is always none. But over time, a little always adds up to a lot. See, the two miles is getting me closer to the five, which eventually I'll start doing the five and then the five will add to the 10, right? But I think so many of us, we're waiting for this perfect case scenario when everything's going to happen, all the stars will align. In fact, it was so funny. I, um, I was with my friends on New Year's Eve and I was on our flight home, um, from California and, um, New Year's Eve. And I decided I was going to do a year in review. And so I just quickly went through my pictures, grabbed the first ones I saw that really stood out to me that were special, meaningful. And I just threw them up. Right. And I put them on my Instagram stories, which, by the way, if you're not following me on Instagram, you totally should. Like my stories are really good. Um, But I just threw them up and I I was dead. Well, a girlfriend of mine decided she was going to do the same thing. Well, she got to doing them and then she got to May and lost motivation because she did these pretty templates, these beautiful fonts and was like trying to be so perfect in the shots that she picked and, and the text that she was writing. And then all of a sudden it was 20 minutes before midnight. And one of her friends messaged her and they're like, Hey, we're still waiting for the rest of your year end review. You haven't posted it yet. And all of a sudden she realized that she was trying to do something perfect and it kept her from making action from it kept her from moving forward and I was like oh my gosh this is like such a picture of how we do our life right Uh, I know somebody recently I talked to they were like I can't start working out until I get the right workout clothes but here's the thing is that the workout clothes you have right now is enough to get started quit waiting for everything to line up Use what you have. And as you use what you have, God will make up the difference. Come on. And and he'll help you with what you don't have. And so I've found in my life, the one thing that I absolutely love, Alison Faulkner says, done is fun. Dennis fun. And I love this because she just talks about how we can always be striving for perfection or we can just decide to put it out there. Uh, I think so many of us are waiting for perfect. We're waiting for the perfect way to launch our online courses, the perfect way to launch our product, the perfect way to fill in the blank. But the truth is, is that if you've got product to sell and it's just sitting on the shelf, It's not selling today and and you're waiting for this perfect scenario that's not going to happen because the truth is the minute you launch that product, you're going to realize ways that you could have done it differently, the ways you could have done it better. The best way to learn is just by experience. Whenever I started my online courses, literally I had everybody telling me, Crystal, I want you to start online courses. And I was like, okay, if you people want me to do online courses, I will do it. So I went down to Best Buy. I bought a $75 webcam. I plugged it into my computer. I had no fancy backdrop. I had no fancy editing. I literally hit the space bar to record and a space bar to stop. Exported the video, uploaded it onto a website. I watched a quick um, tutorial, little YouTube video on how to do an online course. Literally, had it all set up within an hour or two. Put up the video, made a sales page, and I went to bed and I woke up, and I had so many people on my online course. Now, over 300 people have been through my online courses. And I say that to say this not to brag on me, but I'm saying done is fun. If I would have waited for the perfect scenario of how to launch online courses, if I would have gone through 10 classes on how to go through, uh, how to launch a successful online course, if I would have waited to go to a workshop and, and get all this stuff from all these people, I would have prolonged my taking action. But instead, I just decided done was fun. And it wasn't perfect. And it wasn't great. And there was misspells on my sales page. And there was all kinds of problems and hiccups along the way. But you know what I learned in the journey and now I can say that I've made six figures through my online courses over the last three years and it's been incredible journey and so many people's lives have been changed through it. But if I wouldn't have ever taken action, I wouldn't have seen God do all that he's done. And I just want to challenge you guys, like just start taking action. Done is fun. Done is fun. Just do it. What is it in your heart that you've been prolonging because you want it to be perfect? And what if today you just said, you know what? The next step that I need to take is just the step that's right in front of me. I love that it says that he's a lamp unto our he's a light unto our feet. He's a lamp unto our he's a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. And the lamp lights up only the next step. And just like a street light, you can see a little bit down in the distance, right? So like when I'm running at night, I can see the street light in the distance at the end of the road, but the lamp, my flashlight on my phone is lighting up my very next step. I can't see what's all around me. I can't see 20 steps ahead of me. I can see eventually where I'm going to end up, but the lamp is to light up the next step. And all of us, if we just got real honest. We all know that next step that God's asking us to take. For some of us, it's beginning to read our Bible consistently. For others, it's beginning to tithe. For some people, it's committing to go to church regularly. For some people, it's posting the blog. For others of you, it's hitting publish on that video that you've recorded so long ago. Whatever it is, just take the next step. I'm doing a 30-day Bible read right now, and I am loving it. It's been so good. It's something God put in my heart in December. And I was so excited to take action on it. I literally, like before Christmas, I wanted to just go ahead and start reading my Bible. I was so excited for it. Um, but right now we're reading it through. Um, you, re- you read through the whole Bible in 30 days. And uh, we got Jen reading Exodus and Leviticus. And It's always incredible to me, A, that uh, Jewish boys would have to memorize the first five books of the Bible before they were 13, which is just mind-numbing to me. I can't even imagine memorizing all of that. Reading it is painful enough. I can't imagine memorizing it. But God has so many instructions to Moses. He tells him so many different things. He spells out the linens and how many rods and how many clips and everything with such accurate detail. And one of my favorite verses is in Exodus. It says that, that Moses was faithful to do all that God requested of him. All that God told him to do, he did it. And that just so burned within my heart this time in reading it through, because I think about how God's instructions to us today are so simple. They are so simple. It's so small. It's for us to start the business, for us to begin to tithe, for us to take better care of our health. And here God gave. Moses, such complex um, steps, if you will, such complex things, every detail had to be tended to. And yet Exodus 40 verse 16 says Moses did everything just as the Lord commanded him. You know, I say that to say this, like, just do the first step, like, don't make it so complex. We make it complicated. God never makes it complicated. And when God put it on my heart to start our online courses, he didn't say hire a professional video team, get an editor for your video, get lay out all your outfits, get a big backdrop, have all this equipment. No, literally, I just used what I had. I just used what I had. And so and I want to challenge you in that a little is a lot. So one of the things I hold on to in my life is that I'm not perfect, but I'm always changing. In 2 Corinthians 3.18, it says, We are progressively being transformed into His image from one degree of glory to another. And the reason why I love that so much is because it just lets me know that God is taking me on a journey. And it's not about being perfect, but it's just about changing along the way. I, I think about my life and I think about who I was even a year ago versus where I am today, the the weight that I'm carrying today, I used to would uh, battle so much more with stress and all these things that now I'm carrying it with a different level of ease, which just means that God's taken me to a new level of glory. And even in your own life, just look at how little by little God's been changing you, how little by little he's making you more into his image and his likeness. So a few things. That I want to tell you, um, as we close out our time together, is three things, and they're three really good things. So don't hit stop on this podcast because we ain't done yet. The first thing is is a little extra effort. A little extra effort. Um, Usain Bolt was recently named the fastest man in the world. This is incredible because he won in the Olympics while running against seven other people. And before this, Richard Thompson's time was the winning. He was the fastest man in the world. Here's the thing is that Usain Bolt only beat Richard Thompson's time by two tenths of a second. I want you to think about that. He's two tenths of a second faster than Richard Thompson. That's what got him to be the fastest man in the world. And I wanna just challenge you that a little extra effort is a whole lot in the long run. Two tenths of a second can make the biggest difference. I think so often we think it's the big changes that we make that's going to make the biggest difference. But it's the small things that we do. It's the small things of maybe putting worship on in your car instead of secular music. Maybe while you're taking a shower, you decide this year you're going to put a podcast on and you're going to listen to something that builds up your spirit or builds up your um, builds up your mind, right? It's doing those small things that makes a big difference. One of the little extra effort things I did a long time ago is I started doing gratitude journaling and it's made the biggest difference in my life, like just taking that time Every single day, setting my intentions, listing out what I'm grateful for and doing my I am statements has made the biggest difference in everything that I do. And I love um, there's an app called the five minute journal and it's so good. And you put a picture from the day there and it's just really, really cool. And I've really enjoyed um doing it digitally now instead of just on paper. It's really been incredible. And I think for us in our lives, the biggest lie that we believe is that what we are doing isn't making a difference. And I think the enemy wants us to believe that. So we'll stop taking action with the little that we have. You know, I was feeling so discouraged the other day, like so discouraged. I was like, what am I doing? Does this even matter? Like I I go through these swings all the time. If you've been around here at all, you know, you know, this is my life. And I got the sweetest message Um, from this person on Instagram and she was just talking about how her life has been changed through, um, listening, um, to my podcast and, um, following me on Instagram and that she's made some big changes, um, that have really changed her life. And, you know, I thought about it because every podcast is just a little step. It's just a little step. It's a little extra effort, but that little extra effort added up to big changes in this girl's life. And while I was taking those little steps. She was making big steps towards the person that God was calling her to be. And so I just want to challenge you that if you feel like you're not making a difference, it's because you are. Whatever the enemy is telling you, I would just challenge you that the opposite is true in your life. If he's telling you that at that job, nobody likes you, it's because the opposite is true at your job. There's people who admire you and are looking up to you. If he's telling you that you're not a good mom and that you're messing your kids up and you're not doing enough, it's because he knows that you're a really good mom. And what you're doing is making a big difference in the person that they're becoming. Whatever the enemy is telling you, I would just tell you that the opposite is true. So the next thing I would tell you, number two, is a little extra time. A little extra time. Again, going on this whole idea that a little is a lot. And I will say that I believe that when we stop counting the time that we don't have and use the time we do have, then results start showing up in our life. Stop counting the time that you don't have. Stop saying, I don't have time for that. Like, you've got to quit. Here's the thing. We're all given seven days in a week. We're all given 24 hours. We are all given the same amount of days in a year. So if you do not have time, it's because you are not making time. So if you're not making time, then that means it really doesn't matter. If you were to have a doctor's appointment tomorrow and he said, listen, you have got a fatal illness. You only got... 30 days to live, it would change the way you live that next 30 days. It would change the way you approach your schedule. It would change the way you viewed your family time. It would change everything. What if we began to live our life like that all the time? What if we began to live our life where we're purposefully putting things into our lives that are going to help us be the person that we want to be? I want to get to the end of every single day knowing that I didn't waste my time. I invested it and that I'm using the, the time that I have today to make a difference in the long run. I love what John Maxwell says, leaders develop daily and not in a day. Leaders develop daily and not in a day. I heard this story the other day that a lot of times, the way we're treating opportunities in our life and the things in our life, it's like seeing a baby in a crib and you go up to the baby in the crib and you're like, you are gonna be a really great human one day. You are gonna be so great. You're gonna do incredible things. You're gonna be so awesome. And you turn around and you leave the baby in the crib. Then the next day you come in and you tell that baby, you are going to be a really great human one day. One day you're going to do really great and awesome things. And you turn around and you walk away. Here's the thing is that, yeah, that baby will do great things. But right now it needs you to pick it up, love it, feed it, care for it, play with it. And that is exactly what opportunities are like in our life. A lot of us are saying one day I'm going to have a really great job. But God gives us a baby, and that's the job that we currently have. And he wants us to love it, feed it, play with it, and care for it. And when we do that, then it grows into what we want it to become. But a lot of us are not using the time and the things that we have available to us right now. So what are the things that you have right now that you can begin to invest your time into Did you know that even if you spent 20 minutes a day reading your Bible, at the end of the year, you have read through your Bible completely from Genesis all the way through to Revelations. That's just in 20 minutes a day. It's just setting up a habit of a small thing done consistently over the course of time. The next thing I want to tell you is a little extra help. A little extra help. I think for many people that I talk to, they have big dreams in their heart. But they feel like they're all alone. They feel like they've got to go this journey completely by themselves. And again, I'm reading through Exodus and Leviticus, guys, right now as I'm recording this. And um, what I love is that God is so passionate talking to his people and he's letting them know, hey, he's telling Moses, hey, I've called Aaron and he's going to help you. And then while Moses is up on the mountain, God is listening out to him, every person that he's equipped and empowered to help carry the vision that God's given him. And just as God spoke to your heart about doing something, he's also spoke to the people in your life's heart about helping you do it. And it's not a burden to them. You are not a hindrance. You are not an obstruction to them doing what they're called to do. In fact, you are a blessing by you doing what you're called to do then they are released to do what God's called them to do. And it is in you asking them that allows them to step into their full potential as you step into yours. But I think so oftentimes we're afraid to ask for help. We don't want to be a burden on people. I know I struggle with this all the time. In fact, I'm talking to you about things I'm personally dealing with right now. And um, I have some big things that I'm going to do this year. And I was I was scared to ask friends in my life because I was like, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be a hindrance. I don't want to keep them from doing what God's called them to do. And they're like, but Crystal, this, this is what God's called us to do. Like, this is part of it. And so I just want to challenge you, like wherever you're at, like ask for help. God knew the city you would live in. He knew the people that your kids would go to school with. He knew the people you would attend church with. He knew who your neighbors would be. And he knew all those people were going to be little small pieces in the puzzle of what he's calling you to do. And it's when you begin to connect yourself with them that will begin to release them into their full potential and release you into yours. So, hey, I hope you got something out of that. A little is a lot done is fun start taking action and hey if you haven't done so already be subscribed to this podcast because it's really good and uh you definitely want it my my mickey watch just talked to me (laughs) um you definitely want to be a part of what's happening here on my podcast channel if you haven't done so already i'd love for you to share this uh, with your friends your family with your neighbors on your social media i always love seeing you guys and how you're enjoying the content that I'm recording over here. And like I said, Sisterhood's coming up February 7th and 8th. Do me a favor. Quit waiting to buy your ticket. Get your ticket. It'll make me happy. It'll make me sleep better at night. And I can't wait to be there with you guys. It is going to be so much fun. so, hey, with all that said, let's do a little because a little is a lot.